Hi, this is a podcast with everything on it. I'm Sandra. I'm Gwen. And if you can hear Tiki Tiki, that is our dog Rooney, a Jack Russell senior that we... Jack Russell senior. <laughs> he, is, he is a senior dog. He And a Jack Russell terrier. Jack Russell terrier, who is a senior dog that... So Jack Russell senior. We fostered a couple years ago and he became our forever dog. Yeah. He's in our recording studio right now, which is my bedroom yeah and uh very much wants up onto the bed but is not going to get up on the bed today because i have allergies and there's cherries up here so yeah there's food on the bed it's a crazy wild bacchanal of sun chips and cherries well cherries are in the bowl there's just a random sun chip chip there's there's a second random sun chip so that means there are sun chips and cherries up here I did not lie. Okay. All right. Uh, so welcome to a podcast with everything on it. Yeah. We meant to do this on Saturday, but things got out of hand in Gwen's room. What do we do in your room this weekend? Cleaned it out and added a dresser in there. Yeah. So everything is in its place and there's a place for everything. For now. For now. <laughs> but the most important part is that there's more space in there for Gwen and all my jazz. All her jazz, yeah. You like jazz? Uh, I do. And speaking of memes, we're not doing a meme episode right this second. We're doing an animal episode. Why did I even make that reference? That's an excellent segue. So yeah, this episode <laughs> is about animals, our favorite animals. Yee. 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 Yes, this is a meme that I don't actually know, but Gwen does so often that I can do it. I don't know if I'm doing it exactly right, but that's okay. It's just E. E. It's Y E E H. Y E E H. E. 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 Yeah. I don't know. This is a lot like me trying to teach Gwen how to pronounce Japanese. Hey. What? No, I'm just saying. It's like I can't pronounce. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Japanese, I accidentally messed up the seppuku. (laughs) Seppuku, yes. Seppuku. With like a fake, like a toy knife that goes like inwards when something's pushed it's a, against it's it. It's a plastic collapsible dagger. Yeah. And I said Sudoku. Yeah. I was like, look, I'm, I'm committing Sudoku, <laughs> which she was not as there were no numbers involved whatsoever. <laughs> um, but wow, we have already digressed a considerable amount. By two minutes. And we have just started. Well, that's all right. Um, so how are you i'm good what's new you know silence is one thing that makes podcasts really really good (laughs) well energy is not new because it cannot be destroying cannot be created out of nothing that's true that means that um we may die but we cannot be destroyed therefore we continue to exist in some form yeah physics turned into metaphysics bam (laughs) i got you philosophized so yes how about the airplane (laughs) i don't know all right i'm trying to do something so 
All right, then we're just going to talk about animals. That was the plan, right? Yeah. We are going to talk about all kinds of animals. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about about animals? Do you find it odd how... Dang, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. Well, this... Part... What, if, what if humans evolved from cats instead of whatever humans evolved from naturally? Okay, humans uh, evolved from a common ancestor with other great apes. So, if you've ever, like, if you've ever watched chimpanzees... Yeah, I know, I know, but what would happen if humans evolved from the same ancestors as cats? Yeah, a common ancestor with cats? Uh-huh. Well, obviously, we would have some different physical features. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that great apes see in the dark any better than we do. I think that's probably very similar. They also have... Um, tool using hands and they make tools they uh they they take care of their infants because they're born small and useless compared to other animals so what ways are we like apes i think that would be a good stepping off point to figure out what we would be like if we were felines so probably we would have feline vision so better vision in the dark. Definitely. Probably feline hearing. Because I, I don't think that great apes hear any more acutely than we do. Maybe sharper nails. Yeah. You think that we, we would have pads, padded hands? Yeah. Do you think that we would actually walk upright? Or would we just be bigger? Mm, I don't know. Because all monkeys can stand up on their legs so there is a like mutation in cats where it makes them kind of look like kangaroos or like uh squirrels okay which makes them stand up on their hind legs so if we have that mutation it's so you think we might still be bipedal it, it depends okay um maybe I think that the way that we would interact with the world would be considerably different because we would hear differently and see differently. Uh, so what would technology be to cats as opposed to primates? Because the tools that we see primates using are prototypical of, of things that early humans used and still use. Like there are some monkeys that they, they'll, they'll make like a straw. Mm-hmm. And they'll dip it into a hole that is full of ants mm-hmm. and pull it out, cover it with ants, and then they will just lick the ants off of the stick. It's a lot like a, you know, how you might play with a, a milkshake. Yeah. So that's very similar. That R&I see where it's like you stick it in, you take it out and slurp it out of the other bottom. Yeah, exactly. So can you think of any tool using by animals by cats specifically that might translate to, to feline humanoids? He, well, yeah, we'll call them feline humans or humans. Humans. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't know. Maybe something to make it like, I don't know. What about you? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know much about tool use in felines. I don't know that they use tools. I know that they 
take advantage of their environment because so that might translate into humans yeah if humans would would be able to better take advantage of their environment i think i just i'm not sure that would we still keep cats as pets then well i don't see why not they're human beings who keep monkeys as pets Okay. Because we would have evolved from a common ancestor. Well, not Jinx, you owe me a soda. Yeah, well, there's some in the fridge. Actually, there's probably none in the fridge. You might need to put some in the fridge. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think that... I mean, I think that certainly we would probably keep cats as pets. I'm not sure that we would have the same kind of technology. It certainly would have technology. I think there would be a lot more laser pointers. Uh, you okay all right that Maybe. that's that's a joke yeah. <laughs> oh no look our what the our flight mod the air controllers the air traffic controllers is like look there's a there's a laser pointer and then all the no, none of the planes get landed because the laser control that air air traffic controllers are all playing with a laser beam that made a lot more sense in my head. All right. Okay, that's enough sarcastic clapping for today. Thank you. One a day. What's your favorite animal? Uh, kiwi. Kiwi, the bird? Yeah. Yeah. Kiwi bird. What do you like about a kiwi bird? They're small. They're small? Small. Are they actually small? Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, they're small. Oh, okay. Anything else about them you like besides small? There's a joke going around if you open a kiwi bird. It has kiwi on the inside. Kiwi fruit on the yeah. inside? So, Which is not true. No, it's not true. Either. So if you're just a kid and it's like, oh, I didn't realize that kiwi birds have kiwi fruit yeah, inside yes. if you cut them open. No, they are living organisms if you cut them open there's gonna be stuff in it that blood and not... guts blood and guts inside of a kiwi bird yeah i wasn't sure if i should say that yeah that's fine i think we're a pg rate rated I podcast think. we can say blood and guts yes for, for my least favorite thing is mosquitoes through those things they can burn in heck okay well that's enough sorry all right but seriously, screw mosquitoes. Okay, but we're talking positively about animals that we do like. Yeah, okay, sorry. I also like dogs and cats and snakes. 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 Tiny snake. Noodle snakes. Noodle snakes. They're actually often compared to spaghetti. Mmm, delicious. I would not eat that. No, I think that that would wiggle around in your stomach. That would be very uncomfortable. No, I think it would still be. It would be dead, but I still wouldn't want to eat a snake. Fair enough. All right. I will just stick with noodles. So if you were if you were picking a pet besides, of course, our majestic Mr. Rooney, what pet would you choose? Mm, depends on my living situation. Let's just say it's this living situation, but Rooney has a condo in Florida. You would have a cat? That or a snake. What kind of cat? Uh, I like Siamese cats. 
Me too. And Sphinx cats. Yep, I love Sphinx cats. Or a Mao cat. A Mao cat, Did yes. You... An Egyptian Mao, yeah. Yeah. Funny thing enough, there's a joke going around because it's like, oh, the Egyptians must have been like Pokemon professors because Pokemon professors name Pokemon after what sound they make, which is their names. So someone was like, what the heck are you? And the Egyptian Mao just goes, meow. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I can see that. You know, I call your Aunt Wendy's cat uh, my Mau Kitty. Mau Yep. Her cat is my Mau Kitty. What kind of pet would you want? Uh, Probably a cat. Yeah. I love cats. I've always wanted a Siamese cat. Yeah, they're pretty. But I wouldn't say no to an American short hair or a Russian blue or a, or a cat. Maine Coon or a Sphinx or uh, I guess I would have to say no to a Scottish Fold because those are kind of designer cats and that's not really good for animals. But they are super cute. Oh, yeah. Did you know that the Egyptian Mao is actually the oldest cat species on Earth? I did not know that, but that does not surprise me one little bit. Is there a connection? Illuminati confirmed? I don't think that there's any Illuminati confirmed. Well, they're from <laughs> Egypt. Where there are pyramids. And Illuminati. pyramids are triangles. You know what else is triangle? Illuminati. Illum- Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati. Illum. Um, you just made me lose my train of thought. I actually had another animal thought. <laughs> since this is our animal episode. Now you sound like a little monkey. No wonder you call me your monkey. You, yes, you and Nikki are my little monkeys. Daddy and I used to watch you guys play and like you would lay on your back and you would manipulate toys with your feet and Things like that. And we used to say, it's like, I don't see how anybody could watch small children playing and not believe in evolution. <laughs> Especially if you ever watch any amount of small monkey babies playing because they do the exact same things. I think I'm more of a cat. You think you're more of a cat? Pat me and feed me. Well, I certainly feed you. Pat me. Okay. That's enough pats. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I have. Give me more pats. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a cat. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, well, what kind of dogs do you like? Rooney. You like the Sir Rooster? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves licking feet. He does. He likes licking skin in general. Yeah. And he, he likes licking everything, actually. Yeah, he'll lick fabric, he licks his toys, he looks he likes to lick any bare exposed skin. He, he also likes licking the bottom of your shower. He does. He loves to lick the bottom of the shower. Which is new and, and a little bit weird. We asked the vet about it and she said as long as he has plenty of other clear, free water and he's drinking that, then we don't need to worry about him drinking the water in the shower. He's just being weird. <laughs> So, we can always make sure that he has plenty of water. I also like Shibas. You know, like those. Oh, the Shiba Inus? Yeah. Those are really high-maintenance dogs, I've read. A lot like, you know, people love the way Dalmatians look, but they're not very good family dogs. Yeah. They're kind of anxious dogs. Have a lot of energy. I also like just giant dogs that are like bears. I want to ride one into battle. You want to ride a giant dog that looks like a bear into battle. Why not just ride a bear into battle? 
Will a bear lick you and love you like a dog? Maybe if you raised it from a cub. I'm still, or it might eat your face. I'm still going with dog. Okay. Yeah, there are uh, like Russian mountain bears. Those are big giant dogs. There are Bernese dogs and um, St. Bernard's. Yeah. There are lots of... Do you like big and floofy or do you like big and smooth? Because I like big floofy. Okay, so good. That's the that's the big floofy contingent because there are also big dogs that are very smooth, like Great Danes are giant, but they're they're short coated. Or greyhounds are also very tall but very thin and, and smooth coated as well. I just want a big floof. You want a big floof. So you don't think we have enough dog hair in the house for a tiny little Rooney? Yeah. We need a giant bear dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's all right. If we have fantasy animals, they're not hard to clean up after. Yeah. Yeah. What if cats secretly can see spirits? Well, I don't see why that couldn't be the case. They oh, tell them about can't the, tell us. How about you tell them about the ghost cat thing that, well, when we first moved here. Oh, when we first moved into this house? Yeah. Yes, it was kind of funny because... We moved out of a house that had cats in it. So we were used to having cats around and had always had lots and lots of cats around. Yeah. Usually more than one at a time. Yeah. Um, not usually more than three at a time. Please don't do that. That will make noise. Sorry. And we've already got Tiki Tiki in the background. Sorry. Um, oh, God. <laughs> this is a very chaotic uh, podcast. podcast. Yes. Yes, indeed it is. So we moved out of a house that had lots of cats in it and the cats had had essentially free run of the house. And so they would come in and they would, you know, get in our beds and things like that. And when we first moved into this house, this is our very first house on our own. And, uh, like probably within the first couple of days, I, we were up, I was upstairs by myself and I felt a cat jump onto the bed. And it's just a very peculiar sensation and very specific sensation. You know, it, it's not like, oh, I just felt some random weight on the bed. I felt the whole, you know, like the pickup off the floor and then the way that the weight lands onto the bed. And I thought that maybe I was just what missing. You doing? I was just maybe missing our cats or something like that. But then it would happen at night when I was already like trying to fall asleep or when I was working on the bed and you know, a cat, I would just feel a cat jump up on the bed every so often. And I'm like, there, I, I'm either hallucinating a cat or there's a ghost cat in this house. And I was afraid that I might be hallucinating it. So I kept it to myself until your movie was sitting in here with me one day. And we were talking about something and then we both felt it at the same time and she was very sheepish and she said you know that's not the first time i felt that and i'm like what <laughs> and she's like yeah i have i have felt a cat jump onto the bed before but i thought i was just crazy or it was just me so apparently we really do have a ghost cat in this house and it just left one day kind of yeah but it doesn't happen anymore and i think that maybe you know Rooney scared away the ghost cat. The ghost cat is just hiding out down in the basement or something like that. 
Bauer on the roof just watching stuff. Yep. Bauer is just chilling out yep. in your room, just like laying on stuff. That's <laughs> what. That's how you lose stuff. It's the ghost cat. Oh, it's the ghost cat knocking things off and yeah. they disappear into the nethers. <laughs> uh, that that could certainly be the case. I I don't doubt that. Like your wallet. Even a little. Like your wallet. Yeah, well, today my wallet turns out it's over at Mimi's house. Oh, thank God. Yes, yay. I don't have to get any driver's license. But boo, I already canceled all of my debit cards and insurance <laughs> cards and everything else like a responsible growing up. So, you know, I'm glad you find that funny because that means that we're not going to be doing anything this weekend because I don't have any debit cards. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> we're so weird when you said it's funny. It's like that sad funny. Oh, it's sad. Well, as long as there's a component of sad in there, yes. yeah, as long as you're not just laughing at my misfortune. No, it's like a pity kind of laugh. That's also funny. It's like funny at how it's coincidence. Okay. And it's just like it's sadness and laughter. All right. Well, I am not feeling any of the laughter. You're feeling <laughs> all the sadness. I'm feeling the annoyance is what I'm feeling. Okay. But I mean, you have to do it. You know, we couldn't find it, and you can't take the chance of somebody using the debit cards or anything like that. So you have to cancel them. How did this turn from cat animals to I lost my wallet and we had to cancel it? Be a responsible adult, do it. <laughs> uh, you turned it that way because you said that the ghost cat knocked things off and made them disappear, and then you said, like, your wallet. I didn't realize it would turn into this whole section of be responsible. If you lose your wallet, deactivate your debit cards. Okay, well, any any anything is a, a learning opportunity. Like ghost cats. Yes, it's very important. Thank ghost, you, ghost cat. Thank you, ghost cat. Ghost cat. Woo! <laughs> I have a feeling it's just meowing at us from like some weird. It's saying its own thing. name. Mau mau. Mau mau. Mau mau mau. Uh, but this is also why you don't carry your like your social security card in your wallet and things like that, uh, um, or your birth birth certificate because those could be used to take out like new credit cards in your name uh, using your information, so they could actually steal your identity. Yeah, people who do that are jerks. They are. They're super jerks. But... And people who lie and say they're homeless people. Okay, I don't know many people who are lying to say they are homeless people. Being a homeless person is pretty miserable. To get money from pitiful people pitying them. I don't think that that happens very much. I think anybody who is begging for money is probably pretty hard up. Okay. So we should have empathy for them. Yeah, I know. You know. I mean, if you're concerned about, you know, the if you're concerned and you think that somebody doesn't need the money, then you don't have to give them something. But I would have donate to... Donate to charity. Donate to charity. But I would have to say that even somebody... It, you think that somebody standing on the side of the road with a sign is not necessarily telling the truth that's a sign then just don't give them money but you know to stand outside and to have to rely on the kindness of strangers is really really tough yeah. and i would have to think that if they had a better alternative they would be doing it yeah. so that has nothing to do with animals either sorry no did you know that there are organizations out there who um, 
their their charitable organizations who take donations so that they can buy um, animal food and veterinary care for homeless people's pets. I did not. Yeah. Um, you know, because it, it's, it's dangerous to live out on the street by yourself and it can be very lonely and, you know, you may be homeless and your pet may be homeless with you, but that doesn't mean that they don't need, you know, food and veterinary care. So... I thought that, that was, donate to charity to help both humans and animals. Absolutely, donate to charity is basically the underscore for this whole episode. Charity animals. Yep, charity and animals. That's its name of our next band. Yep. Or charity, album. Yes, mm. charity animals is the name of our next album. By the Furmans. That's the name of our band. <laughs> Why? Well, because you, the Mamau Furmans. How about that? Okay. Simon J. Furman, Esquire, Jr. So. I'm glad I wasn't drinking something during that. Yep, me too, because then my bed would be soaked. You got lucky. I got super lucky. So, anything else about animals that you want to talk about? What do you think your Patronus would be? Um, my Patronus. Wait, we should probably explain what a Patronus is. Um, I think most people know what a Patronus is, but a Patronus is a, a, a protective, um, ethereal, spectral kind of animal that's from Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. And we say Patronus instead of spirit animal because spirit animal is very sacred to specific Native American tribes and spirituality, and we don't want to take that from them. So... Patronus. Yes, so my Patronus, I'm pretty sure, would I would want my Patronus to be a raven. Raven? Uh, because I think ravens are awesome. I love ravens. I think it would be cool to have a pet raven. Did you know that you can teach a raven to talk? Yes. Yeah, that's a, yeah. and they're very smart, and they can learn tricks. And ravens remember people, so try not to tick off a raven, because they will remember that you... And raven. will tell your butt and tell their buddies. Yes, they will, yeah. Ravens and crows will tell all of their raven and crow friends, and then they will also hate you, <laughs> which I think is pretty... I just, ravens are... Karma. <laughs> ravens are clever and smart and unusual, and I feel like they're magical, and I just think it would be amazing to have a raven patronus. How about you? What would your Patronus be? What do you think mine would be? No, tell me what you think you, yours would be. Either a kiwi bird or a snake. A snake? Or a kiwi bird. Okay, you're, well, you definitely have a Slytherin if you want your Patronus to be a snake. Which I am. Yeah, I thought that maybe your Patronus would be an axolotl. Fusion! <laughs> yeah, woo! We fuse our Patronus. I heard you like mud kips. Yes. <laughs> and the dog's looking the bathroom. Yep, the dog is now inside the boy in <laughs> encased in the shower, <laughs> licking up water from showers past. He's a classy gentleman in that way. Alright, well then what do you think my Patronus would be? Hmm. Huh. You should think out loud because this is a podcast. I know. <laughs> I am not that smart. Sure you are. You're incredibly smart. I can't think on the spot sometimes. That's okay. Your Patronus? Yes. Either be a Bananyan or a Gudetama. A Gudetama? Or a Bananyan. I I think a Gudetama is more like it because I don't like bananas. 
I think I would be the nanny. And I do like eggs. So you're okay. So your super kawaii patronus is a banana man, <laughs> and my super kawaii patronus is Gudetama, the lazy egg. Wearing the wig. Wearing the wig, yes. I do have a giant stuffed Gudetama sitting on my shelf with a wearing a luxurious white wig. White and gray. Uh, white and gray wig, and white with gray. a pink monkey sitting on its head. So. Um, I feel like I already have that Patronus. He's definitely protecting that quarter of the bedroom. Hey. Alrighty, so do you have any last minute animal thoughts before we wrap this up? Tell us in the comments, what is your favorite animal meme? Yep, tell us all about your favorite animal memes. Or tell us about your favorite animal. Or meme. Or tell us about your favorite meme. What's our next episode supposed to be about? Uh, just give me a sec. Uh, why did I... Why did you close it? Oh no! Google Docs, why? Google Docs, why? Not so far by Google Docs, by the way. Yeah, if you if you ever want to say anything to us in any way, you can always email us at a podcast with everything on it at gmail.com. And uh, if you have something to say about next week's episode, which is going to be about Fave video games. Favorite video games, uh, just drop us a line. So thanks from Sandra and thanks from Gwen. And this has been a podcast, podcast with, with everything, everything on it. Game on. Where's my mouse? <laughs> We're keeping that in. A podcast with everything on it is produced by me, Sandra, and my daughter, Gwen. We use Zencaster and Anchor, as well as GarageBand for our theme song. If you have any questions about a podcast with anything on it, our email address is a podcast with everything on it at gmail.com. We publish new episodes every other Saturday. <laughs>